Am I the jerk for not wanting to apologize to the guy who kissed my husband? I was away visiting a friend and my husband and his good friend were drinking and his friend grabbed his head and kissed him on the lips. My husband told me a few days later while he was sloshed. I wasn't too mad at all. But after a few days, my husband tells me he is going to his friend's house around 8.30pm. He said, don't worry, I'm only going to be gone an hour, I promise. Whenever he gets together with his friend, he never comes home when he says he will and they get way too sloshed. But it never bothered me up to this point and he never promised promised technically what time he would come home. I called at 12.30 a.m. and he was clearly sloshed and had no plans to get home. Our water pipes were frozen and there was poo in the toilet that we couldn't flush and he said he was only going to be in an hour so he could fix it. Until then, we were told to go to the bathroom outside while there was a foot of snow outside. When I called, I was really mad and I yelled, What are you doing? Making whoopee with him? Well, his friend heard me say that and is now really mad. My husband came home an hour later. We live a few blocks away and he was really mad at me and he could not believe I would say something like that to him on the phone. And now he is demanding that I apologize to his friend. I don't want to. Would that make me the jerk for not apologizing? My husband now says the kiss didn't mean anything and he is worried his friend will never trust him again. And his friend has a girlfriend. So am I? I the jerk for not wanting to apologize to the guy who kissed my husband. The OP says he never technically promises when he'll be home, but he does say that he'll be back for an hour. So she probably has to plan everything around that. So if he's leaving at 8.30 and says he'll be back in an hour, 9.30 is probably when she would expect him to be home when obviously it was past midnight when she called him, not even when he got home and she wasn't able to poop that entire time it sounds like. So I think having to go to the bathroom that bad probably compounds with the fact that she's frustrated and it doesn't really sound like she thinks the kiss is that big of a deal. She kind of just said it as a jab in the moment because she wanted him to get home so she didn't have to go out to the snow to poop. But let me know what you do if you're in this situation and is she the jerk or not here. Am I the jerk for forcing my son to wait to marry his then high school girlfriend? I'm a 50 year old mom and I have two sons, Dan who's 22 years old and Sam who's 27 years old. Dan started dating Fran in their junior year. So Dan and Fran. Towards the end of their senior year, Dan came to me and said that he wanted to marry Fran. At the time, Dan had multiple college options which he was going to decline to stay in our town and marry Fran. I obviously did not support this. I wanted my son to go to college and knew he wanted that too. He had always been ambitious. I told my son that he had his whole life ahead of him and that he could get married later but didn't need to rush it. I told him that if he went to college and waited even just a year or two, I would pay for his tuition. At the time, I didn't know how serious the relationship was as they'd been together for a little over a year and was scared it wouldn't work out and he'd waste his opportunity. My son happily accepted this offer and agreed with me that it would be best to wait. This year, my son graduated college but maintained a long distance relationship with Fran and they announced their engagement a couple of months ago. We were all ecstatic about it. Sometime between then and now, my son told Fran that I was the reason 
reason he waited until now to propose. I wasn't aware until Christmas when during dinner, Fran said that she wanted to say something. She began saying, I paid my son not to marry her and actively tried to ruin their relationship. She then said she was blessed that evil hadn't won and couldn't wait to have a long and happy marriage. Everyone was silent and didn't really know what to say. My son approached me later to apologize and said she had twisted his words, but it's been constantly weighing on my mind as friends and family present all have different opinions. The OP also clarifies by saying, if my son had married Fran out of high school, he wouldn't have gone to college. My son chose to go to a school so far away. There were closer options, but he liked the school he chose. I will be showing him this thread and update if he responds. And also, Fran currently works at her mother's bakery. She wants to be a stay-at-home mother once they get married and was waiting for Dan to come back home. So, am I the jerk? for forcing my son to wait to marry his then high school girlfriend. Really, there's no way the mom could have known the relationship was going to work out one way or another. And if you're going just based on the stats, it would seem like it's more likely that the relationship wouldn't work out. So she's probably just doing this originally in the best interest of her son, because if they got together and it was more likely for them to break up anyway at that point in their lives, then at least he would have gotten his college out of it at the college that he actually wanted and not regretted that for the rest of his life because she figured if they really wanted to be together they still would be and look what happened they ultimately ended up being together but i can definitely see how fran would hold this type of resentment knowing that her goal was to become a stay-at-home mom and really she probably just saw this whole college thing as a long waiting period but i'm not really sure what would have kept her from just moving out to where he was if that's what she wanted to do all along it is pretty shocking that she stood up in front of the whole family and just awkwardly tried to roast the op the mom here by saying that evil had not won that's the most dramatic part of this whole thing. I mean, she could have felt some type of way about this, but the fact that she put her on blast by saying that she was the evil and she did not win because now they're getting engaged is kind of wild. Some of the top responses said, your future daughter-in-law showed to the entire family that you were correct and that your son was wise to delay marriage. By evil, did Fran mean stopping her from getting pregnant at 18 and raising a baby she's obviously not ready for? OP was correct. Fran was definitely not ready to get married at 18 and probably still isn't now. OP's son should rethink marrying her now or ever. Friends treating her partner's mom like an obstacle to their love story, even though she's just looking out for them, calling her mother-in-law evil might be the precursor to a very strained and potentially toxic mother-in-law slash daughter-in-law relationship. So let me know what you would do if you're in this situation and jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for not wanting to participate in a risque photo shoot and being an unprofessional model? I'm an 18-year-old female model model with an agency. Me and another girl who's 20 years old were assigned a job for a lingerie ad, which I was initially fine with. On the set, I was informed that it was an LGBTQ themed photo shoot meant to celebrate the queer community. I was told by stylists and other photographers to do lots of risque things with the other model. They wanted me to crawl across the floor toward her and lick her from navel to the chest. They also said I had to make out with her with tongue involved. I was not comfortable with doing this to another 
another girl since I'm straight. Especially the kissing grossed me out. I did not want to do that. And the photographer was furious that I ruined the photo shoot. He raged at me saying I'm queer phobic, that I hate lesbians. I'm an embarrassment to my agency and I don't have the grit to succeed in the modeling agency. He said I should work in McDonald's, even though I'm already in college. Am I the jerk for being an unprofessional model? The fact that none of those requirements were communicated before going to the photo shoot makes it seem like this is some sort of trap where they're trying to get somebody to do this just by peer pressuring them into it to make sure it was going to happen, regardless if that person wanted to or not. I mean, even if they had sent all this stuff in advance, you still have the right to walk away from something that makes you feel uncomfortable, no matter what the situation is. Who cares if the photographer is furious? As somebody pointed out in response to this, their advice was call your agency, tell them what happened, let them know what he did. This is not okay. It really does sound like they were trying to con her into something that was way more frisky than she was comfortable with. Otherwise, she probably wouldn't have come to this thing in the first place if she had known what she was walking into. I think the tactic of calling her anti this or anti that was meant to be something that would make her overcome her own uncomfortableness with this whole situation and give into it. But that shouldn't work on you no matter what the situation is if you don't feel uncomfortable. But let me know what you would do if you're in the situation. And is the OP a jerk or not in your mind for not wanting to participate in this photo shoot? Am I the jerk for sharing my daughter's university fund with my stepson? My husband and I are a couple in our 40s. We've been married for 10 years now. We both have 17-year-old children. He, a son with his ex-wife, and me, a daughter from my husband who passed away. When we married, we chose to keep a portion of our finances separate due to both having children already, previous real estate investments, and he having expenses like alimony and child support payments. We do combine our incomes for our mortgage and household expenses, our retirement, major purchases, etc. The college funds we have set up for our children have always been part of our separate finances, and as a result, neither one of us have had terribly in-depth discussions with the other regarding the amount put into each child's fund. I never expected both children's funds to be penny for a penny equal, but I did expect them to be closer than what I recently discovered. Both children have now applied to and both been accepted to university as it's their senior year. Now that a majority of scholarships are in, tuition and housing, etc. are more concrete for each of their school options, we've started the specifics of the budget conversations. My daughter's college slash graduation fund is worth roughly $150,000, while my stepson has approximately a $15,000 amount. So that's a difference of 10x. The daughter with $150,000 150000 versus 15000 Here's where the argument happened. With her scholarships, my daughter will have more than enough for undergraduate school and likely her graduate work as well, assuming she maintains her traditionally good grades. In fact, she'll likely have a good bit left over. Fine, I say. She can use it for a down payment on a home or whatever. After scholarships and the $15,000 from his dad, my stepson will still owe for undergraduate. My husband feels like we should just combine the funds. When we married... We very specifically kept certain things separate and this was one of them. So I can't help but feel unwilling to just scrap that and mix things together now. It doesn't feel fair or right, but my husband thinks I'm a jerk to not give the kids the same thing. It's never been a problem when my stepson has had extras due to having another parent and household, also contributing to his clothing, his car, his spending money, etc. But now suddenly we have to be even. And just to be clear, being even actually means giving my stepson even more of the money due to the fact that my daughter's scholarships are more
more comprehensive. The kids are close, and I'm sure my stepson will realize there's a difference in university money. But if my husband wanted to change things like this, I feel this should have been brought up sooner than this. So, am I the jerk? This is a hard situation because the daughter, from what it sounds like, actually earned these scholarships. So, in a way, she's kind of almost being punished for doing so. And yet, she's the one that only has one parent. The other kid, the stepson, has two parents. So the first question that comes to my mind is, what is the contribution of the stepson's mother, who is currently alive and presumably working? Because cutting that $150,000 in half is giving $75,000 that the OP has been squirreling away for all these years to the stepson. I mean, maybe more or less, depending on what percentage of that is scholarships from the daughter directly, but roughly $75,000, let's call it. That's a lot of money to just on a whim throw out there like that, especially when they already had an agreement in place before they got married that these specific finances would be separated. I mean, it's not like they didn't talk about this at all. They kind of already had a plan about this, but the husband wants to scrap this at this point when he realizes that the daughter has 10x the amount that the son has. So like I said, this is a sticky situation and people seem to be somewhat split on this. Someone said, aside from the fact that he only wants to combine now because you have more money than him, why can't slash isn't his son's other parent contributing? That's what I was thinking as soon as I read this as well. It sucks for the sons, but this is literally what his dad wanted and you obliged. And from someone else, I just want to say, please do not do anything to split the money now. A, your daughter earned her scholarships. The fact that there will be excess money is due to her hard work. And B, it sounds like she did without a lot from not having a second parent to not getting as much money and luxuries as a young teen. Don't penalize her for that now by taking what your sacrifice is accumulated to. And C, do not teach her that she has to sacrifice herself and her security to maintain a relationship with a man, her brother and father figure, or that her security and comfort shouldn't be her number one priority. And D, college is a tough transition for a lot of kids. She could lose those scholarships if she falters her first semester or if she figures out this isn't the right school for her. Taking her funds now puts additional pressure on her to never have a misstep or change in heart slash major slash school because her financial security is at stake. This is a hill to die on. I usually don't recommend to stop communicating in a marriage, but this subject matter is closed. So with all of that said, where do you stand on this and jerk or not a jerk and why?